Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Patrick. I'm Kevin. And we have a lot to talk about this week. We do. Um, happy, happy. Yes. <laughs> because they have the star and the Dyson Sphere, which was predicted in Star Trek Next yes. Generation. But wait, no, no, that's not. The episode Relics. It is, it is. But with Scotty, it's the one with Scotty. Should we do, we should do like a separate science thing. All right. If you want us to do a separate science thing. In the comments. Let us know, because yeah. that would be fun. We will totally do it. Right now we're doing video games. There's so much to talk right. about. We're not going to have that show. That show. The one that we actually have. Yes. Okay. Yes. We have Let's not, do that The show. one that we haven't launched. The one that we have launched. But, you know, time is relative, so in a way we have already launched the science show. Right. And the Dyson Sphere was like, that's old news, 1486 years ago, so yeah. <laughs> we're not current. <laughs> So I think it's really fitting for uh, October, for Halloween and everything, mm-hmm. Friday the 13th, the video game, yes. has been announced. Not to be confused with the NES Friday the 13th video game. Which, it's really bizarre that that's the only other one. Like, it's, it's, it's a really well-known property that has continued to pump out movies on a regular basis, but that's the only other Friday the 13th game. Yeah, especially know, right? well, it, that, that I know of. Uh, especially, there, there's been a drought in the past seven or eight years, where you do flop Friday the 13th movies. But the series in the late 80s, early 90s, mid-90s was huge. Um, Up until Jason X, or arguably Jason Takes Manhattan. But you have a series that was really strong when video games were huge and 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 becoming even bigger and bigger, and other games were were grasping, uh, other properties were grasping the concept of video games, and this one just didn't do it. But I'm excited about this one because of the asymmetrical gameplay involved. Mm. It's supposed to be, gameplay is going to be like seven versus one. There's going to be way OP Jason. And then, you know, the counselors are all going to have their own attributes and skills and whatever. And like yeah. you can, you can be the jock or the nerd and like evolve has their distinct classes and you have to work together. Yeah. And your goal is to take down the thing. And so the, the monster's goal is to kind of hide and sneak around. And like as Jason, you are the the proactive yeah, member. Exactly. And I think that'll be really interesting. It, it flips it on its head, and uh, as uh, Adam Sessler actually said this past week, it's it's not 1v7. It's 1v1v1v1v1v1. Yeah. You're all fighting against him. You can cooperate, but also the end goal isn't necessarily to kill Jason. The end right. goal that's, is to just live. That's, that's one of the ways you yeah. can win, but you can also escape in various ways or get to a phone and call the police or whatever. Yeah. And, um, cause yeah, once you've called the police, Jason's taken care of. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause <laughs> that he, always works. Cause he, and when the police come, he just goes, huh? Sorry. <laughs> oh, I did it. Very Here's the knife. <laughs> Here's the knife and the machete and the ax. <laughs> And the weed whacker. <laughs> and the arrow for, for Kevin Bacon. <laughs> and it, it started off as a different game entirely. They just they just kind of built they built a game and then it was uh, attached to by whoever it is that has the rights. Yeah, it's, it's one of the original uh, original producer of uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Actually, has has the rights to be able to do this as a game. So maybe that he didn't want it. That maybe the reason why he hasn't. I didn't have other video games, Could but um, he basically saw what they were doing and said, I absolutely love this. Mm-hmm. Just, just take it, just take yeah. the right to do it, which I think is really, is really great because it, the, from what I've seen of the game and the whole concept, it's very true to the Friday the 13th old school, um, 
uh, slasher film. And to be able to translate that into a game looks like they're they're going to do a pretty good job of it. I'm excited because yeah. I love I love slasher flicks. Another bit of news, which um, I couldn't figure out a segue to do this other than the fact <laughs> that 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 Friday the Thirteenth films have better storylines than Call of Duty. Was the only segue, but that they. I knew. <laughs> And and okay, so the the main the main story on this mm-hmm. is that Call of Duty uh, Blops Three is changing a whole bunch of stuff. Yep. Um, but one of the one of the big ones that confuses me us mm-hmm. is um, they're they're introducing because they've always had chapters, and once you get once you've beaten all the chapters, and you can go back and play the ones that you like or whatever. And now, whenever you start the game, they're just going to say, "Hey, here's the chapters. Play them, however." And that's really bizarre to me because, um, like, as far as as far as campaigns go, yeah. the Black Ops series is at the top as yeah. far as that's concerned. Like the first one and the and the big twist with what's his name, the Russian guy. Yeah, and and that's awesome. That's a really really cool thing. And so so for them to do this in, in the same game that they're dropping the campaign from the old one, it just feels like the the. The stories don't matter to them, and they're moving toward. Okay, never mind. What's the story? Yeah. I know the 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 multiplayer is is way more popular, way more profitable, and like that's 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 the core of their thing. But Call of Duty has amazing shooter mechanics, like some of, if not the best shooter mechanics out there. Yeah, to have that and a really fantastic story is a great thing, and I wish. I wish that they would release just the single player part. Mm-hmm. If they if they release that every year for yeah. twenty five dollars, yeah. I would buy it. Not I would buy it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not. But I'm not going to pay full price for a four or five hour campaign, and especially since it looks like that's not important to them anymore. Exactly. It's it's not important. And the previous news that we that we mentioned uh, a couple weeks back, the fact that it's not the story's not even going to be on the previous mm-hmm. generation consoles. And then you find out you can play them in any order, which means you're essentially they're going to be singly uh, contained it's mission it, it's, it's a mission. individual mission. Individual yeah. mission you can do and and they don't have a cohesive overall story um, which to me is maybe it's super spoilery care. and it's like hey Here's there's there's a plot twist back there. I guess you don't care. Yeah, I don't think they're that they're that brilliant. <laughs> um, it, it's it's just a growing trend when it comes to first person shooters. Uh, for the most part, first person shooters saying story doesn't matter. We're just gonna have a bunch of multiplayer and um, eat it. Mm-hmm. And the other series that's doing that that's irritating me is Battlefront. Yep. And the recent news on Battlefront this uh, this past week. Um, May have been about a week and a half ago. Uh, season pass for Battlefront is fifty dollars. Fifty dollars, and they won't they won't tell us what's in it. They're, yeah, uh, now fifty dollars. Now, if you Pay us. if you buy the, the ultimate edition, so you have the like the deluxe, which mm-hmm. has like a couple. Uh, I think it has uh, two emotes that you don't get otherwise. Yeah, and you can get Han Solo's blaster pistol, and, and the blaster pistol you unlock. I think it's after the first or second level. And then, if you want, you can drop one hundred and twenty dollars on the um, the ultimate edition, which will have the season pass, and it will have like four emotes. Ooh, yeah. You're, you're selling things that don't matter in in the grand scheme of things. You give this emote or that emote. That's all that matters. Um, you, you basically you can narrow it down to like. 
five or six emotes, and they would cover everything that you need. Everything after that is just extra. Well, and I mean, the, they're the basically is... having people pay for emotes. They've, they've already announced mm-hmm. that. You're, they're going to be doing that. Yeah. So if you want a fist bump, you're going to pay for that. You want to do the Pee Wee Herman dance? So you can do it. I'm not joking. That's on there. The Pee Wee Herman dance oh, is on there. You can pay for it, <laughs> or you can get the ultimate edition. All right. So basically they're saying, here's all this crap that we want you to buy, um, yeah. but we're not going to give you a single-player story, even if you're paying $120. Yeah. And I, I don't understand that. It's, it's, it's interesting because in, in some ways, and, and I'm sure that, that this is based on metrics, mm-hmm. like they would not be doing these kind of things if it didn't make business sense. Um, but there, there's, there's an element that, uh, that a lot of us who have been playing for a very long time and like Patrick and I, and a lot of the people that we, we hang out with and talk to, we spend kind of ridiculous amounts of money on video games. A little bit. And the, and the whole story element is, is something that, that we feel like is, is missing. Yeah. Um, and deliberately so in most cases. Yeah. Um, going back to the, the microtransaction Mm -hmm. things, because, uh, they now have the the Carlton dance. And what Destiny? In Destiny, How yeah. did I, I didn't even know you were going to micro microtransactions are are coming there too, and it's 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 just these random things. And I don't I don't know who's paying for them, but somebody is. Somebody is, and um, that's not DLC. No, that's not no, DLC. No, 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 no. DLC is uh, it, it should you should be paying for value. If you're paying $2 to do the Carlton dance on Destiny, you're not paying for value. You're paying for a little laugh that you probably have and nobody else has. Well, but at the same time, if, if anything is worth what somebody's willing to pay for it, we just don't <laughs> think it's worth it. And, and uh, we will not be spending money on this stuff. And so it's, it's yeah. frustrating to, to see things like that because what we want is story. We, yeah. we love stories and, and – the way that they can be told in yes. this medium, yeah. unlike any other medium. Um, and then our next thing on here is Firewatch. Yeah. Uh, it's coming out February 9th, February 9th. On, yeah. on PS4, PC, and Mac. And that game looks fascinating. Yeah, I'm really, really excited about Firewatch. Speaking um, of, of, of what you can do with this medium. So. Yeah. <laughs> because you, you, you have walkie-talkie, mm-hmm. And you are communicating with a person up in a tower somewhere, and you're wandering through as a, as a forest ranger, yeah. fire something, yeah. forest ranger, fire guy. Right. Anyway, yeah. it's like a current day. Only we can prevent forest fires, and we're wandering around and doing stuff. And it's it's really interesting. I don't I don't entirely know what they're going to do with it, mm-hmm. where the story's going to go. Yeah. And that's 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 really cool. Yeah. Because. Um, I mean, you know, you you play a shooter, you know that the the goal of the game is to shoot the bad guys and not die. Yep. And Firewatch, you don't you don't get a weapon. You just it's just dialogue choices, and you just wander around and see what's in the world. Yeah. And ex- exploration on that level is is really exciting to me. Yeah. Give me that, and I will pay for it. It can be really interesting, and it's beautiful. It's the, so pretty. Yeah, it, it really is. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, I didn't see how much it's gonna it's gonna cost when it comes they, out. I think yeah, they haven't they haven't, they haven't said yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm depending on what all is in it. Um, I'm hoping just for the accessibility reasons. I'm hoping this is around a twenty dollars game, mm-hmm. um, $15, 20 dollars game. The reason being that 
that's a price point that it, it's a lot easier to justify jumping into something that's that's very different. Uh, yeah. Games like Journey and and everybody's others, gone that, to the everybody's gone to the Rapture. Yeah. You put that at the right price point, and you'll get a lot of people to, to to play it and buy it that might not have bought it if it's if it's more expensive. Yeah. Um, that and the uh, I'm guessing that the actual overall story isn't going to take that long to to complete. Yeah. And, it's, and it's probably going to be one of those things like uh, when Ground Zeroes came out and people were like, ah, you can complete this game in nine minutes and 24 seconds. It's like, yeah, but I have spent an hour and a half in here yeah. and I still haven't beaten it because yeah. I'm just wandering around tagging people and choking them out and laying them on the floor and telling them, don't get up. I'll be back for you. And then they and sit then there they, for the next 45 minutes because that's how the mechanics. Yeah, no, no, no. If you, if you intimidate them and leave them there until an alarm sounds, they'll just hang out. I've been playing Metal Gear Solid Five for like I'm, I think I'm like 50 hours in, and I haven't done that. Yeah, so I yeah, that was that, that was what I did because I, my I, choices have been <laughs> kill them, uh-huh. Fulton them, uh-huh. or if I leave them there, they're going to wake up, and then when they wake up in, then, a, in a relatively short amount of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I need to do that. I know that you can gain heroism by pointing the gun at them and mm-hmm. they, like surrender. So I guess. Right. But, but and then, and then every you, time you I did that, them, I then choked them out. So yeah, you you do that, and then tell them to get on the ground and stay there. Don't look up. Like so, I'm going to be doing yeah. that. I'm going to be doing that shortly. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm yeah, that's cool because I didn't know that. It's just different ways you can play the game that mm-hmm. I had no idea. Um, but uh, another another bit of news that came out was the Lego Avengers game uh, is mm-hmm. going to cover the Infinity Store uh, Stone story, which is uh, like. Six, like it's it's the Avengers films and like three or four of the movies, just all all in this one yeah. overall encompassing but story, which is awesome. Yeah, it's um, almost every Marvel movie has them uh, in them. Mm-hmm. So, and the right now we've we've seen four out of the six in, in Infinity Stones. Um, and I'll be really brief on this. Um, they're the Infinity Gems, the Soul Gems. They're not very complicated to, to wrap your mind around, but you're you're dealing with memorizing essentially six different objects that do different things that have been stretched over the course of the past 10 years of films. Mm. Um, even nerds like me can confuse them. Okay. Wait, which one is the power gem? Okay. Was that the Tesseract? No, Tesseract is the, is the space gem. So, uh, or space stone as it were. Um, so to be able to show this to, to kids, be able to convey that story and ingrain what the stones are, and what they mm. do, um, gets them excited about the about Phase Three Marvel, yeah. Phase Three of Marvel's movies, as well as the Infinity Wars. Uh, this is all coming to a head, and you need to understand how powerful these things are individually. You bring them together, yeah. and they're being they're being wielded by Thanos, who is who is one of the most powerful beings in in the universe. That's not good. So yeah. I'm really I, glad I, that I'll be I'll be picking that up for sure because. Yeah. Because the Lego games are awesome. Because uh, I really like it. The girls right now, my I have two little four year old girls, and and they're playing through uh, uh, Marvel superheroes, and so they're they're getting to see Black Widow and Hawkeye and and Spider Man and like all these all these heroes that they might not have otherwise known. And like those games can be challenging for us because you know we're we're looking to you know rescue Stan Lee and find all the glowing bits yep. and collect and true Jedi, true believer, true yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah. And like there, you can dig so deep into those games, but, um, they're four. Yeah. And they've, 
they're they're probably about a third of the way through the game because yeah. they can beat it, and you know your your guy explodes and yep. in a bunch of Lego pieces, and it's they're very. I really I really applaud um, game design yes. like that, and so so Lego games are are ones that I will continue to pick up yes because they are making quality if goofy stories and gameplay mechanics yeah. that that are forgiving as well as uh, deep. Yes. And that's that's just an awesome thing. It's it's a great balance because usually you find ones that are just really forgiving and they're not really challenging, but this one is you you can play it and die a ton, but you're not gonna get as many of the bits, you're not gonna unlock as many things. Mm-hmm. So it has it has the best of both worlds. Yeah. Um I'm really happy about that. And uh I think it just it's it's developers saying, Okay, we know we know who you are, we know what you want, so we'll give you multiple things. Multiple things. And yeah. I like that. Another yeah. thing about developers giving you what you want. <laughs> I like when developers break the fourth wall. Yes. And uh, they recently did that yeah. <laughs> in Witcher 3. Um, so there was there's a couple of exploits that, that came to light within the first week or two the game was out, before the first major patch. Um, there was there was a field that you could go into, and there was like a herd of cattle, and you could kill all the cattle, take the skin them, pelt them, whatever. I don't, know, I don't go outside much, um, and and get their skins and then rest. The cows respawn, rinse and repeat. And then yeah. there was another profit. thing with oysters. Yeah, step three profit. Step three profit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and there was another one with like oysters and pearls and something. There's there's a couple of, of really easy ways to get money, <laughs> and so like they they've. I'm not even entirely sure that they've taken those out. I haven't heard that bit. Okay, but, and, but anyway. they did but acknowledge them. <laughs> they acknowledge them, and, and they did it in a way that kind of pokes fun at the game, pokes fun at themselves, pokes fun at the player. Um, they introduced uh, the tax man, and it's this guy with this enormous ledger that, that comes up to you and starts interrogating girl about, uh, you know, have you have you in the last year taken a bunch of pelts that were not yours and girl can be like i'm a witcher i'm i'm way way above that stuff or you can respond and be like yeah i took them what are you gonna do about it and so depending on your answer he can find you up to a thousand gold which is yeah a lot of gold yeah and and it's it's just this really really entertaining thing that they just decided to throw in there and so if you if if you get Cornered by a tax guy in in The Witcher, just don't don't admit to anything because he will absolutely take your money. And I mean, that's 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 hilarious. I can't prove it otherwise. So yeah, just just do that. Yeah, you're 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 the superhero of that world. So yeah. he's not gonna he's not gonna you know try to hit you or anything. Gonna argue with you? Yeah. Um, he's a tax man. It's <laughs> yeah. It's so. a really it's a really great. Well, I think it's really cool to see developers do that. Um, and on the opposite end of the spectrum, we have Square announcing about uh, Deus Ex. I'll take care of this. This one, yes, because the the Deus Ex thing is there was there was like a, a fan done remaster that, right. that Square actively promoted and said, hey, so Deus Ex is on on sale on Steam, and then also there there is this other thing that will bring this up to to current standards and and really make it pretty graphically, and that was. You know, kind of, kind of like a really cool thing that Square did, and we don't usually expect that kind of thing. And then the next day, they went back to what we expect from Square. And yeah. when you were in, uh, if you were streaming Dragon Quest Heroes, 
you're not allowed to have the music on while you're streaming on Twitch, but you can on YouTube. Like it's it's this massive document, like end user license agreement size thing detailing all the rules of what you can and can't do. Yeah. And yes, they have a right to do that. This it's their game, but streaming is okay and fair use. And it's it's just it's just another example of there there's just a couple of companies that don't seem to get it. Yeah. That if you if if you put your product out there and you let people stream it, that's advertising yes. for you. There there are games that I have bought that I would not have bought otherwise because I watched somebody play it and, and I'm like, yeah, that looks like fun. And and they're like, no, because if you sit here and watch it, you're not paying. It's I'm not going to do this yeah. rant again because I think we've already done that. <laughs> we have, but well, it's, it's, it's just bizarre. It's irritating me because now um, the laws in America have been pretty much solidified in the, in the past year of, uh, not only laws, but also, cor- uh, uh, also court cases and court cases set precedents. Mm-hmm. So because of that, that's all fair use. Everything that if you, if you're critiquing, if you, uh, which, which lets plays and streaming counts as critiquing, mm-hmm. because um, you're adding your own. Exactly. Uh, yeah. it can be also count as parody. If you're someone like PewDiePie or someone who's playing the game just to add the things, um, it's completely covered in fair use. That includes any music that's in it. That is a hundred percent included now. Um, that is not something that people can contest anymore. And I've realized that I think most of the push is coming from country uh, companies outside of the United States. Mm-hmm. But if I play, uh, and which is irritating for the most part, but then again, us playing Metal Gear, I've gotten copyright notices repeatedly because I put a, my. Uh, my stream from Twitch onto YouTube, um, and I've had sections muted on Twitch, and then on YouTube, I've had copyright notices because I was playing She's Blinding Me with Science in the background, or I didn't even do it as I walk in somewhere, uh, Take On Me is playing in the background. So I get a copyright notice because of that. No, that's in the game, and it's fair use. I'm not streaming, I'm not playing in high-quality uh, the entire song for you to download. No, I'm playing a game and I'm discussing it. I'm adding my own value to it. So hopefully that'll <laughs> hopefully that'll come around. I'm just irritated. Yeah, um, we we have very mild feelings about this. Very much. Uh, I don't have mild feelings about Nintendo now. Um, I'm, have you ever had mild feelings about Nintendo? Not usually. Yeah, I didn't think so. Not usually. Well, I have. I, I have. I have very happy. Yeah, Nintendo right now. So the NX was a rumor that came out about midway through last week, where they said um, that oh, the NX uh, is has a portable uh, aspect to it, but it's also industry leading technology and console, was, console plus handheld. Console they plus said handheld. that the the dev kits are console plus handheld yeah. things, and that's. And cool. Yeah, it's pretty much solidified by the end of the week. Uh, Wall Street Journal and multiple other people said, mm-hmm. yeah, we have the dev kits. Yeah. Uh, the technology in it is is great. Um, it can actually compete, but it also has the mobile aspect. And everyone's, everyone is kind of confused by that because anytime you're crunching something that small, then you are going to have – you're going to lose power right now mm-hmm. just uh, yeah. in comparison. 
So, so what, what we, we still don't know a whole lot, and they're and they've they've said multiple times they're not going to talk about it until 2016. Yeah. So we're we're still kind of grasping at straws and theorizing, but this is this is something that has been confirmed by multiple sources, yeah. and this is how this is going to roll out. And my prediction on that is that it's going to be uh, they're going to announce it about May. We'll see for E around E3 around that. Nintendo does their own E3 thing. Right. Uh, they're going to announce it then. It's going to be available uh, in November. Okay. 2016. I think it'll come out in October. Ooh. <laughs> All right. So we'll see. We'll see who's right. Who's right on that. But the, I think the, the mobile aspect of that, people are getting hung up and saying, well, it's not, it can't be that powerful if the mobile portion is, I think the mobile portion is separate. Okay. I think that, I think that most games is, First party games, obviously, they're going to be able. They're going to do this easily. I think the mobile aspect of it, they're going to give developers the option to say, "We also have this. This is the hardware on, involved on it. Um, you can play it as a, as a remote. If you take it elsewhere, you need to come up with your own little game." Solutions, yeah. yeah. And I think what you're going to have there is you're going to have um, essentially uh, publishers. Like, we get a lot of this right now, where you have a full game that comes out on uh, PS4 and Xbox One, and then there's a mobile app that does something. I think, we're screen gonna, type I think we're going to get something okay. like that, and I think you're going to get little things like, for instance, if this, if uh, if if NX was already out and Metal Gear came out, you would have you're doing all your missions, and then if you grab the handheld part, you can uh, manage your um, staff resources and send them off and do missions, different things like that, where you're more micromanagement, um, and then when you come back, sync, go. Um, I think that's pretty much what you're what we're going to get out of it. At least I hope it's like that. <laughs> so uh, next one, going back to going back to Battlefront, um, Dice came out and said that uh, that the Hoth mission was improperly balanced to give the Imperials an advantage. That's I don't think they're going to fix Wars. it. I don't think they've seen Star Wars. And I'm like, okay, no, yeah. Like it, it, it can be done. I've seen, yeah. I've seen let's plays where where the rebels win. It's it's a possibility, but it's hard. Yes, it's really really yeah. hard, and that's that's fine. Well, and there are going to be people who will, my opinion, there are people who would be challenged by something like that mm-hmm. and be like, okay, let's let's all get together, let's figure this thing out. Yeah, and and that to me seems like something that that would be really fun. Yeah. And there's going to be people. Like I, I might join the Imperial side and be like, "Hey, maybe I can get an easy win, or maybe I'm going to come up against a group of really <laughs> well-trained rebels that just take me out or whatever." But I don't know. It's it's a weird balancing thing. It's, I I don't know. Proof. I think it's important for for um, that mission though. It, yeah. it needs to be imbalanced. Yes, that battle was imbalanced. You have the Imperials dropping all of these walkers all of a sudden. And the rebels have, the rebels have, have one their choice. Pew pew guns yeah, they, they have and what, some turrets. Yeah, the rebels have have well two things they can do: delay and get out. Yeah, because um, get the, out the entire their, the entire mission yeah. was to to slow the advance so that they could evacuate. And then every their goal was yeah, and yeah. their goal was not to to defend and win. Yeah, because they that that wasn't possible. Exactly. And I. There's delay to get all the all the people out as much as many people as you can, and then you yourself get out. Mm-hmm. That was the entire and, point, and that was like in in Rogue Squadron. I think it was uh, 
if you if you were able to like you didn't necessarily have to eliminate all the enemies yeah. to win. Yeah. You just had to eliminate all but like I think the last two walkers. Yeah. If I'm wrong, yell at me in the comments. But you you had to slow the advance. Yeah. And if you reached a point where everybody escaped, then you could fly off the map and you were done. Yes. That's how that mission's supposed to yes, go. That's exactly and, how it's supposed to go. Yeah. Exactly. Um so I'm I'm hoping that they don't over nerf it. Because yeah. they, Imperials need their advantage on that. Mm-hmm. Um, mentioned uh, Metal Gear earlier. Um, yeah, this this is poorly sorted. Lots we of, didn't think this out very well. Nope. So Metal Gear Online uh, launched. I haven't played it. I have, I have a tendency when it comes to online games to give it a give it a bit. Let it yeah. let it let it kind of settle. Let them work let out it, the let kinks. Let it have its launch hiccups. I'm, I'm glad that I did because um, essentially they've had quite they've had quite a few uh, quite a few hiccups and Konami came out and apologized about it, which. Right, that was, which, which this is on uh, the Metal Gear Solid Online, yes. which they launched this week. Yeah, which so. which if you didn't know, Metal Gear Solid Online, if you have Metal Gear Solid Five or if you buy Metal Gear Solid Five, that just comes with it. Yes, yeah. it's kind of like Grand Theft Auto's uh, Grand Theft Auto Online for mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto Five. You you just get it. It's not a separate game. Yeah. Um, some people are still confused about that. They're like, why can't I buy this? <laughs> when does it come out? It's just yeah. You can. And you might already have it. Yeah. So basically, they uh, they gave players money and XP bonuses um, and said we're sorry. Um, I think they only gave it to ones people who've accessed Metal Gear Online. Right. Those um, those who have participated, yeah, because so I have those who so. were actually inconvenienced by yes, it. So. Yeah, so I didn't get any of the bonuses. Uh, if if I did, if I did and didn't notice, they were crazy insignificant. So so um, sorry, I don't accept your apology, Konami. <laughs> I don't <laughs> accept your apology, um, but. I, Switching gears again, boom, boom, boom. Uh, so Battlefront had nine million players. Mm-hmm. Um, nine million people accessed the beta last I week. Accessed the beta. That's, that is huge. This is what I said. What I said last week. I, I've never seen a beta do this. No. It shows how important streaming is. It mm-hmm. shows how how a big Star Wars is, and. Um, it, and I really liked that they not only did this, they let everyone stream it. Because um, a lot of times when you get into betas, they, they may not let you stream it, and they may not let you talk about it. Yeah. And here, they're very confident in their product, and they said, mm-hmm. here, just have fun. And it, it's it's beautiful. Yes, it is, and, and, and all the gifts. It is all the gifts. My, my, my favorite is, is the Luke Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I, that's, yes, last, that's, last episode, I put that in there <laughs> for you guys. Um if this game had a campaign in it, I, I, I would be just an yeah. immediate buy. And it, if it was a campaign and that the the, um, the season pass gave me more campaign, I'd probably buy the mm-hmm. Ultimate Edition. I would drop the money on it. Um, as it is, I may or may not pick it up at launch. Um, I'll probably I'll end up playing it, but I'm debating picking it up on launch. I want to play it. I may end up red boxing this. Um, yeah. And that's really unfortunate. Uh, I want to give developers money. I want to give them. Well, but at the same, to, at I the want same to have time, things in my collection. But and, at the same time, this is also one of those those areas where, to in order to communicate to the developer, I mean, we can we can tweet at them, send them emails that get. I I think they have a like annual bonfire and they burn. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> if you want to communicate with developers. Yeah. Do it with money yeah. that you do or do not give to them. Yes. And if that's, you give that's, them money, then they are okay with that. The the whole microtransactions things. If nobody was buying these, 
this would not be a thing. Yeah. So if if it, if that's what you want, yeah. okay, cool, yeah. go go buy it. But if you don't, don't don't buy them, yeah. and they will they will go away if enough of us do it. Yeah, and so and some developers understand that. Some developers mm-hmm. understand. Oh, they they they're buying this. They they appreciate it. They're not buying this. Um, some developers understand what what the meaning behind it is. Some of them don't. And one of them that doesn't apparently is Square. Yeah. So basically Square said, if you want the new Dragon Quest titles to come out, then you need Local, to buy... Localize. If you, if you out, want sorry, us to bring them to, to the U.S. To, to North America, then you need to purchase uh, the Dragon Quest Heroes action RPG. Right, the, the um, Musou Destiny... Yeah, so what they're saying is, if you want us to bring you future stuff, buy the thing you didn't like. Um, well, not necessarily. If you have not bought it yet, and it's out, and you already voted with your money, mm-hmm. they're saying, "Well, I don't care. Buy it anyways." Well, the the problem is they that is that they're trying they're trying to gauge interest. Yeah, the Dragon Quest games are excellent they RPGs. Are. They really are. This game is not an RPG. Like they put more elements of it, but it's it's like a samurai warriors type of game, and you just go through and you slash and then. You know, you, you, you essentially go all Sauron on them yeah. and you, you swing your weapon and did they just scatter. That's yeah. that's cool. That's that's not a dragon these these are two completely separate different demographics. Yeah. Um I, I happen to fall in both of them, but that's not the point. <laughs> and and so they're they're trying to gauge interest in one thing by talking about another thing and I I don't know how they can misunderstand their audience yeah. so much. Yeah. Well, it's frustrating. They're misunderstanding it, and they're not understanding that if people didn't buy it, there's a reason people didn't buy it. It's not necessarily because it's Dragon Quest. Yeah. That doesn't mean that that um, uh, that people don't like Dragon Quest. Perfect example: the Dragon Ball live action movie mm-hmm. bombed. <laughs> it's not because dra- because Dragon Ball Z is horrible. It's not because Dra- it's not because, because we didn't not want Dragon Ball Z. It's yeah. we didn't want. That yes. Dragon Ball Z. Yes. So what the studios have done after that came out was said, huh, apparently people don't want a live-action Dragon Ball, and that's it. As opposed to um, actually saying, did we do something wrong? Yeah. Um, it's the the equivalent of somebody somebody comes with a bunch of toys and they, they you know, toss one your way. You're like, I don't, I don't really want to play with it. So they take all their toys and go home. Yeah, even though they, they had another toy back there that you were hoping that they were going to get. Well, yeah. I, I, but no. I, I tweeted at them. This, this metaphor is falling apart, isn't it? Yeah. But, okay, <laughs> let's let's leave that where it, where it falls. So this week is actually a really important week. And um, it's important for, for one reason for our generation. And that is the day after this episode uh, airs uh, is October 21st, 2015. And if you... If it doesn't click for you, that is the date that Marty McFly uh, comes to the future to, to rescue his kids. Yeah. Um, the flying cars and hoverboards and all of that. Self-lacing sneakers. Self-lacing. All the cool stuff we don't have. Yes. Um, but what we can get is a DeLorean in Rocket League. Yes. And that's... I like those guys. <laughs> I really like, do. I, I, I plan to buy something just because they've given yeah. us so much fun stuff. I'm going to be buying so, all, the, all their DLC. Yeah. Because they they launched that game for free and it's like five million downloads. It it continues to chart on the on the digital downloads as yeah. as like a really high thing. And I don't that's that's 
cool and crazy. And yeah. I, I don't think a lot of us saw that coming. It was like there, there's a there's a RC game with cars and soccer and stuff. If I hadn't played it, yeah, it's and and that's that's one of the ones <laughs> that's one of the ones because that was that was before we launched this thing. Yeah. And so I didn't, you know, I downloaded and looked at the games and went eh. Maybe. But then I saw somebody playing it, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, holy crap, yeah. that looks fun!" And that's 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 where that game came from. Yeah, because like, there's going to be people that try it out, but then Rocket League exploded on the streams, and a whole bunch of people saw it and were like, "That yeah. I want to play that." It's beautiful in its simplicity. Yeah. It is soccer with RC cars. And, and some of the craziest, like, jumping, flipping, and just barely into the court. Yeah. And the it. crowd goes yeah. wild. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely love it. And I'm, I'm going to continue to support them for a lot of reasons. And yeah. they're going to get money off the deals. And, and the other thing is they, they trust it and communicate with the audience. Because, like, yes. they, they have, like, the Team Fat sticker from the Kind of Funny Guys and then the DeLorean. And they're, they're speaking directly to us. Yeah. I'm like, hey. We're, we're, we see stuff on forums. You want a DeLorean? Of course you want a DeLorean. Have a DeLorean. DeLorean. And that's that's just cool. Come I on. like them. Um, and one other thing that is an example of developers, because we're, we're getting all the things now. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, developers giving you things that you want. Uh, Capcom's Resident Evil team. Yes. Is working on VR. Yes. And that's... I, I, haven't, I haven't gotten a chance to like test VR. Like I've, I've, I've done the little cardboard. The, the cardboard. Boy. Virtual Boy and <laughs> yeah, I, I played that. I played that, yeah. <laughs> so like VR is a thing that it's it's going to need to have a library yes. in order to succeed. So for for a, a, a big team like Capcom and a, a group that that has the ability, I, I may not like the the recent Resident Evil games as much as like the old school ones, but like they make some really pretty polished games. Yes, they do, and and horror in my opinion, is is like the perfect genre for VR. Yes. And and the fact that Capcom is willing to come out publicly and say, hey, we're gonna do a thing with this. Yeah. Um I'm I'm in. Because if if they can if they can do that, this is I feel like this is kind of the, the last thing that indicates this time yeah. VR is gonna work. Yeah. So I'm I'm now a believer. I think that what we're gonna get here um very soon we're going to have a format war. Of, it's not going to work unless we all get on the same format. And I think that yeah. that the developers that, um, of the hardware and software uh, usually don't understand that. They go, well, this is good and it's better than yours, so I'm just going to... That never works. VHS and beta, one of them had to win. Blu-ray yeah. and HD DVD, one of them had to win. Um, DVD and Laserdisc, one of those had to win. Developers don't want to develop for the Sony VR, the Microsoft VR, the Steam VR, Samsung. the Samsung. <laughs> no, you're splitting it. What's going to happen is you're going to have certain developers that move to one, certain developers move to the other. At one point, the bottom's going to drop, and one of them is not is not going to be developed for as much, and one of them's going to take off. And there's lots of people that are just going to lose everything on this. Yeah. And... And the problem is that you have, you have these it's, – it's the hardware developers that are saying, no, look at me, look at me. Mm. As opposed to if we could – if in a dream scenario, Microsoft 
and Steam and Sony all got together and said, hey, uh, let's have a peripheral that works on any of these. Mm-hmm. It's not... The, this generation of consoles is essentially, like, they're, they're very much in a PC architecture. It would be, you'd be able to do that. It's USB, you'd be able to plug it, run with it, and then you'd have one, uh, one set, headset that you'd have that would run on any of them. I think I think the saving the saving grace of this and the thing that could save it and, and prevent this yeah. holocaust of, of developers is is how similar is the software. If it's if it's relatively easy for them to port from one to the other, because like PS if, if it comes out yes. on PS4, yes. it's it's coming to Xbox One unless they've bought it out. But like the, the actual porting yeah. is is something that if it's easy enough Developers will be able to develop for multiple platforms, yep. and and everybody could win as long as they're willing to play nice. That, that depends on the architecture similarities between the, the different systems. Because mm-hmm. if that did happen, that would be great. Because then I could buy a VR set mm-hmm. of whatever, whichever console it is, whichever one I prefer, and then I don't have to buy one for the other. Uh, and I can still get those games. Now, obviously, exclusives. I'm not saying. And then Halo should come to Sony. No. <laughs> I'm just saying, you already have multi-platform games. Uh, you already have console exclusive games, and it's not going to help you anymore to say all of the all of the VR has to be this, and mm-hmm. no Sony VR can go to Microsoft. No, now Sony's going to have their own special uh, first-party stuff that they do, or well, in Sony's case, they they may. You know, lease it out to From or, or one of those other developers that says, "Here's um, Bloodborne in VR." That sounds <laughs> that sounds because the thought occurred to me. The thought yes. occurred to me. So then to basically say, "All right, uh, make something exclusive for us." That's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, this generation uh, of consoles, the majority of what you're getting is multi-platform, and for them to say, "All right, VR, we're going to put it, ev- we're going to put ninety percent of it on everything." Uh, if they could do that, where I can use the same uh, the same uh, heads headgear, then I'm okay with that because yeah. that stuff's going to be expensive. I don't it, know if you've seen yeah. the, the the recent uh, prices on that, and uh, yeah, so like the mm-hmm. was the Oculus they were saying it's probably going to be around six hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, and, um, and uh, you're not, I'm not going to buy it at that price point. That's <laughs> that's a, that's a console and a half. Yep, is what that is. Yeah, and I'm not going to buy. Console and a half for something I'm not. I, I may or may not play very often. That in VR is very. Um, VR is not conducive of playing in a group unless you had multiple headsets. So right. if I say, "Hey, I'm going to play such and such game," uh, my wife or anyone else around me mm-hmm. is just stuck. Now, if that means they can then use the TV, that's okay. But then I'm sitting in the room waving around and yelling stuff. And it's the equivalent of having someone on a phone in your car who's having a conversation that you're not a part of, and mm-hmm. it's just distracting. So, <laughs> yep. I can go on a lot of rants about this, but I'm hopeful about it. Um, what I'm really hoping what will happen uh, is that they'll have some, at least Microsoft and Sony will say, all right, let's come to a specific uh, common grounds here and find a way for this to work. Because otherwise, they're all they're, one of them is going to lose a ton of money. The other is going to lose a good amount of money, um, and may win, or it may not. Yeah, two, two <laughs> units in or one unit leaves. Yeah, yeah, and, and one of them might not come out, and the one that leaves might not come out unscathed. So. And this is this is going to be a very difficult thing to launch because marketing VR yeah. 
nobody's figured it out yet because you can't put VR on a TV screen and sell it to me. You you have to you have to show it to me. Yeah. It, it needs to be at events. It needs to be at county fairs. It needs to be at Best Buy where I can put it on and get headlights. Yes, and <laughs> it's it's going to happen. That's. That's how that's bad. how they sold the N, the N sixty four with headlights. That's how they sold yes with headlights. No, you put it you put it in a store. Yeah, I, I remember. It. I remember. I remember going into into Toys R Us uh, yep. around my sixteenth birthday. The N sixty four sitting there. Yeah, right? yeah, and it was it was magnificent, and yeah. I wanted one so badly, and I didn't know how badly I wanted it until I sat there and played it. Yeah, and that's that's what they're going to need to do with this, and yeah. it's it's just going to be really confusing for a while, and but. But with with Capcom developing, I believe that this is a thing. And VR, this is this is the ne- people are always talking about. You know, oh, this one is next gen. Where's our first next gen game or whatever? That VR, VR is the next gen thing. VR is next gen. PS4 is current gen. Xbox One's current gen. This is this is the next gen. This is mm-hmm. going to be if they do it right. This will this will extend this console's gener- uh, lifespan mm-hmm. and be be the next thing. So yeah. I'm hopeful about it. And we're we're one one step closer to holidays. Yes, and all the terrible nasty things that people are going to do with holidays. I don't know what you're talking about. No, nobody <laughs> does. No, I'm just going to play. I'm just going to play. Uh, uh, pretend to be a detective in the uh, in the forties. Yeah, that's what I would do. And be really, really obsessed with a very specific fifty-year time period. <laughs> gonna hang out there. Yep, it's gonna be fun. That's so what holodecks are for. Let us know what you think about holodecks and VR and all of that. And let us know. Did you do anything in the news that you uh, that you wanted to see or you wanted to hear? Depending on how you take this uh, medium. Uh, if you're Indeed. listening, if you're talking, if you're listening to the podcast, go go uh, uh, message us on Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. Because unfortunately, podcasts don't have a way to do that yet. But so message us on Facebook and tell us what you think. Also, send us viewer mail. We're gonna uh, we'll be answering more viewer mail, and uh, we'll see you guys soon. Have a good one. Thank you for watching this week in our collective heads. If you like what you've seen, subscribe here to get more. And watch us play games really poorly right over here. If you're on a mobile, then uh, click here. I for cards. We have cards now. It's up there. And we're also on Facebook at Twiach and then Twitch at Twiach Gaming. Indeed. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Twiach there and I'm at Sabal. Mm -hmm. We really like the subscribers, so come uh, subscribe so you can see us more and do stuff with us all the time. You think kids tweet on the playgrounds nowadays? Yeah, probably. I don't know what kids do now.